Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That feeling when your ex-boyfriend stops following you on Twitter. Hmm... Two for one animal cookies? Sure, I'll eat an entire bag. <laughs> well, when it comes to comfort food, I don't know. There's nothing better than a big old plate of sushi. <laughs> I finally broke down and bought a scrunchie, and now I'm fun again. Yay! Have such a good day. Hello world, welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, where we Sunday, talk about Sunday, Sunday. the good, the bad, and the ugly, the very ugly. <laughs> oh God, it was ugly, Heather. <laughs> it, was a, it was an ugly week over here at Shaylane, I'll tell ya. Was it like the ugliest, you think? Like on the spectrum of ugly, no, how bad no, was it? It's been worse. It has okay. been worse. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> there's, there's far to fall yet. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you're uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to everybody who's been with us since the beginning, or somewhere in the middle of our 93 episodes. Wow! Hello again. How is everybody feeling today? Are we yeah. are we happy? Are we sad? Are we uncertain? Are we excited? I want to know. Me too. Actually, I I really do want to know. I <laughs> really truly want to know. If you're a patron that's in our <laughs> Discord, you better tell us immediately. Well, I know that Buchanan just got the Vax. Ah, the Vax. Yes. And there's an adorable picture. You must check it out. And if, <sighs> if this is what you're missing See what out you're on, missing? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a Vax story of my own. Yeah, I have you a do. Story of my own. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of the new word, the Vax hole? No. It's actually kind of like a K hole. No, no, no. That's what I thought at first, but it's apparently it's kind of an urban dictionary thing. But it's like when someone like brags a lot about getting vaxxed through a hole. Oh, right. (laughs) You know, it's pretty funny. It's funny. I uh, I'm in a Slack group with some with some folks, and some of us have have been vaccinated, or you know, or you know, in in some part of that whole rigmarole, and we talk about it a lot, and we've all shared our vaccination pictures mm-hmm. with each other just like yay you know that, that kind of thing and at one point one of one of the folks in the group was like by the way thank all of you for not sharing those photos on social media like aren't those people the worst 
<laughs> and I was like, and my first reaction was like, why? I'm like happy that this happened, mm -hmm. you know? Like I'm like safer now, sure. the whole thing. But then I was like, yeah, some people are still waiting to get yeah. their vaccinations or have had, you know, COVID or, you know, there yeah. are all sorts of reasons that, yeah, it's not like sunshine rainbows. No. And also, I mean, I think that word is kind of like mean spirited. I mean, it is good to get your vaccination. And I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny. Like how do these words bubble up? Like who created that word and how did it get on the urban dictionary? Yeah. I'm fascinated like, by that stuff. Like, like Benifer. Why did yeah. we do that? <laughs> Why'd that happen? You know, it just does. So many mysteries in this, this life, Sarah, lots to unpack. I, I get weirdly small joy from the fact that not everybody, but the, the VA double X is kind of like, I like it too. How, that's how everybody's sort of writing totally. the word, I love you know, or like, like I got vaxxed. Yeah. It's like the slang. I just love slang culture. I've always loved that. And yeah, yeah it's like, it's a cool word. I mean, double X, I mean, it's, what else is a double X like triple I... X rated? Double X rated. I don't know. <laughs> Different kind of axe hole, Heather. <laughs> Jeez. So tell me about this ugly week you've had. Well, okay. So I will get to my vaccination story in a minute, but I, I had, and I know I talk about Airbnb on the show every week because there's always something. Because it's your life. But it's just, it's like, it is, it is truly an anthropological study it totally is. of humans it yes. is and it's never the same twice yeah you never get the same the same group twice we just had a uh, a group that was here for just over a week and they were really nice yeah i i uh, i think i was mentioning on on the last episode that you know, I was kind of, we're getting back into the high season, you know, and people are going to be here and they're going to be loud and there's going to be kids screaming and swimming and, and music and the whole thing. And, and they were a perfectly fine group, but when, uh, they, and they left yesterday and when they, when, you know, guests leave, you have a checkout time. Mm -hmm. I can sometimes, if you ask politely, I can push it a little bit, just like at a hotel. But the thing is, is that there's a cleaner that comes in and the cleaner comes in same day because, you know, we're trying to flip the whole thing mm -hmm. and there might be another group the next day. So it's like, yeah, you can't really push your checkout too much or you're screwing all of us up. Mm -hmm. And also with, you know, COVID stuff, it's like, you know, the house is supposed to stay sanitized and empty for a period of time and, you know, all of that, you know, we're trying to trying to do all the right things. And so they, they had, they knew when the checkout time was, but then mm -hmm. they asked again and I was like, yeah, 10 AM still, still 10 AM, 10 AM, yes. you know? And of course this is, you know, my weekend, which is, uh, you know, when I try to do all the things that I can't get done during the week. So, you know, I don't, I don't really want to deal with you. I just kind of want you to go. Yeah. And, uh, and they were late and they, as they were leaving, finally, you know, I, I got a message of like, hey, sorry, we just didn't really go through the like the checkout stuff that you told us to do, you know, with a newborn and a toddler, you know how it is, you know, oh and, and my, there's really like, nothing no, I, I can don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like at that point, I'm like, I mean, you're leaving. I mean, there's just go. <laughs> you know, We'll just deal with it. But I'm like, yeah, first of all, no, I don't know how it is. Second, you knew when checkout time was like, get your shit together. Yeah. And third, boy, did they not do anything. 
And, you know, what that means is the, the person who, uh, was, was doing all the cleaning yesterday. It's like, there's just more work for her to do that was just unnecessary mm-hmm. and whatever you know it's not Does the that end mean of the world you give them like a mediocre review how do no, you do that i don't honestly unless something i have really i've bad. actually i've actually never given anyone a bad review yeah, I don't there have I been either. there have been groups where i it's funny you can just smell it like yeah you know that they're not gonna write a review for mm-hmm. you and so i just don't bother yeah and so there's just nothing, like nothing but happens. That's why the review thing is such a, I just don't like the review system because it's just, it's not very genuine, I feel like. Well, it can be genuine, but it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it works all that it well. It also just feels to me, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you burn the house down, I'm going <laughs> to give you a bad review, but you know, most of the time I'm like, I just hope you had fun and yeah, exactly. you know, go back to your life and, and perhaps you'll come back again. Like I don't, you know, it's, it's a business. So yeah, you don't, you don't want to be too aggro about stuff. Mm -mm. You also, you know, for anybody, (laughs) you're all learning so much about Airbnb talking to Heather and I, but the whole thing with Airbnb is it's funny because you can't read their review of you Mm -mm. until you write a review of them exactly so it's a it's a and that i understand you know because it's like if somebody wrote me a terrible review then i might you might lash back exactly and so Mm -hmm. it's it's designed to cut down on that and that's cool but it's like i have extreme anxiety sometimes where i'm like oh my god a review has been written oh i know me too i totally get the same thing when you get that email and it's like you can't read this until you write yours right and then i think and I think, did, did nothing bad, no, nothing bad happen. Okay, I'll just say something nice. And then I read the review and it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a, and gosh, I'm going to do this like a hundred times this year. But that's not even, that's not even the Airbnb folly of the week, people. <laughs> this was just sort of just general, whatever, um, you know, people not cleaning up after themselves all that well. But <laughs> another thing that happened, so we're still in the mode here in the Russian River Valley where it's really cold at night, mm-hmm. uh, but it's starting to get pretty warm during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned off my heater for the first time yesterday and I was like, whoa, I'm going to open some windows, yeah, you know, maybe too. even turn the ceiling fan on. It was, <laughs> it was kind of toasty uh-huh. and it is just going to get hotter and hotter, you know, as, as we, as we inch closer to summer, <sighs> fire season, yay. But, uh, <laughs> but, but because of the, the, the chilly weather, the pool, which is a huge focal point. That's why it, everyone wants to be here. They want to swim, yeah. the whole thing. It's pool. And the pool needs to be heated during the winter. It's heated with propane. And we have internally, my, the landlord and I, have a spreadsheet of like, okay, you know, when you, when is the person checking in? Do they want the pool heated? What's going to be the starting temperature of the mm-hmm. pool based on the air temperature that day? Like, it's a whole thing. And then at the end, it's like, this is what it's going to cost us. And then there's like a small markup for our trouble, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what it's going to cost them. Mm-hmm. It's not a moneymaker, but it's something that people people want to use the pool. Sure. Totally get it. Yeah, and you don't yeah. want to swim in some frigid pool in, in the winter. So, so, and every time I tell um perspective you know pool heating guests okay here's what it's going to cost you they all say oh my god that's so expensive Mm -hmm. why is it so expensive and i'm like 
I mean, it just is. I I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you could like call a propane company mm-hmm. and like do some research. Yeah. But but trust me, we're we are not like running away with your money here at all. Yeah. And honestly, for the trouble that it causes me sometimes when things don't go super smoothly, it's like it's not even worth. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. I wish people would just. I wish there was no pool. Uh, but there is. Yeah. Come north. There's no pools. Right. Yeah. No pools up there. Why would anyone swim? Uh, yeah. Turns your hair green. It's horrible. It's gross. But, but uh, so anyway, one of the, you know, somebody who's going to be here in a couple of weeks, um, I had, you know, I was kind of doing my spreadsheet stuff and looking ahead and I said, okay, you had mentioned to me that you might want to heat the pool. That's fine. Here's what it's going to cost you. And he was like, that is ridiculous. Can I call you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. One of your favorite questions. One of my favorite questions. Yeah, please. Yes, yeah, call me. I'd love to I, chat. Yeah, 10 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> I have nothing else going on. Let's do that. So anyway, I'm chatting with this guy, and he was not a jerk, but he was He was like, you could tell that he was like, this just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Make this make sense to me. Why is the cost what it is? And I'm like, well, uh, okay, you know, there's propane, and you got to pay for the propane. Propane mm-hmm. is, oh, you know, it's just country living, it's whatever. It's not super cheap, actually. It's not, and it's also delivery fees. Yeah, totally. And, like, service fees. You know, someone has to come out with a truck. And oh, I like, write those bills or those checks every month, and There you go. Low. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's just, it, it is what it is. That's yeah. just that's just what we're working with here. Yeah. And people don't get it. And, you know, my stance at this point is, like, Take it or leave it. I mean, I'm sorry. That's mm-hmm. just that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm on the phone with him, you know, the phone call is sort of going on and on. And he keeps saying, like, you mentioned a spreadsheet. Can I see the spreadsheet? And I was like, mm, mm, it's not kind of private. Yeah, it, it's just like it's not it's not <laughs> secret, but it's also just it's not for you. Yeah. It's, it would be like, yeah, like looking at my personal calendar or something. It's like, no, that's just, I'm telling you what the cost is. And now you can decide whether or not you want to hit the pool. And well, you know, my wife and I were really excited to swim and, you know, we haven't, you know, left home in 18 months and the whole thing. And I'm like, totally. Yeah. I, I, I totally get that. And it got to the point where finally I was like, listen, sir, um, I, you know, we've been on the phone for almost an hour and oh, we man. just keep kind of circling around the same question is like, you, you don't want to pay this fee and I don't know what to tell you. Like, this isn't even my house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I, I'd like to get off the phone now. <laughs> and he finally was like, can I speak to the owner? And I said, let me see if I can arrange that, which I did. Uh-huh. And everything got everything got ironed out. But I had this funny moment. And maybe it was just because I was a little bit blindsided by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it turned into just something where I'm like halfway arguing with a man I've never met yeah. about, you know, how enjoyable his stay is going to be. And I really want it to be enjoyable. Sure. But, and, you know, the, the owner is also a man. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the two of them hopped on the phone and like 15 minutes later, I get a text of like, okay, we're good. We're all good. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what, what, what was that? Mm-hmm. You know, what, mm-hmm. what was it that I could not provide yeah. 
you know and it's interesting did you and i don't her? you know i don't think it was like oh she's a woman she doesn't know what she's talking about it i i didn't necessarily get that sense but i had a little bit of a moment where i was like i did not like the way that that worked yeah you know where i felt like i was problem solving problem solving problem solving and then it was like i just can't problem it wasn't solve enough this. Yeah, yeah, like mm. like the the bit the head honcho has to get involved, yeah. and now everything's fine. Yeah, and I don't even I don't really like know why either. it's fine. Yeah, you know, I was just like, okay, thank you. I wonder what everyone. he said. He like slipped him a, you know, fifty under the table or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It it's just it you just you just never know how people you know, are going to be. It's so true. And like with the Airbnb thing, it's a little bit like babysitting because I have the same thing where you have these really high maintenance people. I mean, God, do I have follies? I won't get into them. But <laughs> um, yeah, just some people are really chill and really friendly and easy. And then other people like use all of the toilet paper in like 24 hours. And you're like, <laughs> how did you do that? And I'm like running over there trying to give them some toilet paper, which I hate doing. Um, it doesn't happen that often, but still. It's, yeah, I mean, it's like, it is really like babysitting in a lot of ways. And you have to kind of be around. Like, sometimes I'm like, well, what if I wasn't there, like, on the property? Because, like, the nearest town is almost 30 minutes away. And I'm often in the nearest town. So it's like, what if I wasn't there to give them toilet paper? They, are they, what's going to happen? You right. Know? Like, yeah. That, that like has a responsibility. To, that's happened to me more than a few times where it's like, someone wants something and their request is not, they're, you know, it's not like an extravagant request. Yeah. I'm like, if I, I'm just not there right now, you know? Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, we have like a toilet paper room that, you know, has a code. Yeah, and it's exactly. A code we that do too. Yeah, like people, you know, they're not going in and out of there. It's just like just for, you know, the owners uh -huh. and, and me. And so, because there's other stuff in there. It's like, yeah. you know, personal property and like food and stuff. But I'm like, there have been times where I'm like, I'm an hour away and I could just give you the code and you could get the toilet paper, but yeah. that's not what I'm supposed to do. Totally. So I need to like rush home with toilet paper for you. I, I told the housekeeper, I'm like, just put more rolls in the cabinet. Like, just don't be stingy. Like just, you know, right. put like two or three more rolls extra. Like every time, if they want to steal a roll, let them do it. I don't care. There was a point where uh, there was... <laughs> One more story and then I'll, yeah. I swear I'll stop with Airbnb for <laughs> the rest of the show. We should start a new podcast. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. We really should. Seriously. Uh, there was there was one group that uh, they were the highest maintenance ever and they were just weird. They, I don't even, can't even go into it. But <laughs> one of the things, yeah, like halfway through the trip, because I do the same thing where it's like, you have like five like huge rolls of toilet paper for like a week. Mm -hmm. And even with a big group, it's like, that's insane i mean you're yeah. not going to go through that much toilet paper and they had and i like and then they were going to be away from the house for a while mm -hmm. and they were like you're welcome to come in and restock the toilet paper while we're yeah. gone from noon to three kind of thing and i was like well thank you and i like i built this like wall of toilet paper <laughs> it was very passive aggressive with yeah. me you know it was it was like a kind of like a jenga piece <laughs> You know, where I was like, okay, I don't want to hear anything else from you. That's for the rest really of your funny. Trip. I just sort of assumed because there were like four ladies in the, in the cottage at the time. I'm like, they probably all have their periods or something. <laughs> There's, yeah, listen, I mean, sometimes toilet paper goes a little faster depending on sure, the week. You know, sure. we, we all. We all know how that goes. But then but, you get a note, yeah. like, I'll get like a cute note. Like yesterday I got a, uh, from a woman who booked 
uh, one of the cabins. She's like, we're just four senior ladies that love Trinidad and we love the clam chowder at, at Seascape and the, you know, like just really cute. cute. And you're like, oh, I want to meet you and I want to go have clam chowder with you. <laughs> It will be a gaggle of ladies. <laughs> well, I've got a new group coming this afternoon, and uh, I'm sure I'll have another story about the. Oh, I'm by, sure you will. By the next God, show. There's so much fodder here, though. I haven't even told you some of the most juicy stuff, Sarah. I mean, we might want to consider developing an a spin-off, Airbnb a spin-off show. show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a show where you can finally just lay it all out Bent. there with how, like horrible people are and yet somehow make sure that none of them ever listen to the show exactly yeah keep it like a lockdown like patreon yeah. sort of thing. yeah it's like it's like a anonymous like yeah like like ghost written like whose podcast is this weird it kind of almost sounded like they were talking you about never me. say your name you're like welcome to the show i am not yeah. telling you my name oh and we could like we could change our voices and be like yeah, like put like a, put like a bag over our heads the last guest was very bad <laughs> shame on you <laughs> oh god oh my god okay we're gonna have to take this offline all right so how was how how was how was your week <laughs> let's stop let's stop talking about this well, um, I I kind of feel like I'm finally waking up from a very strange dream or a series mm. of very strange dreams. I mean, it's just been one big strange dream with a lot of little strange dreams on top of it. Yeah, I but hear that. But speaking of dreams, I have had a slew of very bizarre random celebrity dreams and they it's like they're they have nothing to do with like a movie I watched. It's not like I I get it if you know, I, the night before I watched a movie with that person, but I haven't. And I had this extremely lucid dream that Denzel Washington was my new stepdad, but like, <laughs> oh I really knew him. Like we were like in sweats eating like Chinese takeout. We were like in the living room and it was really chill and domestic. Did he married your mother. I don't even know. Like it I wasn't really even know yeah, it was just what a it dream. was. Yeah. It was just like, maybe he was, you know, my stepmom's new bow but it was just it made no sense and then I had this dream about Emma Stone like she was like I was on set with her and she was trying to encourage me to be a director and then I was with this like <laughs> Korean film crew like in a, a really exotic like city and that, that was like shadowing them I'm like where is this coming from this is so bizarre it's hard to distinguish sometimes I I mostly wake up in the morning these days and I'm just like I I really it does take me a lot longer to kind of get awake and like with it then i mm -hmm. i feel like when i was younger i don't know maybe it's an age thing maybe it's a COVID thing i don't know there's a lot going on but the week was productive i'm definitely I, I really feel like i've kind of like climbed a little mini mountain i haven't climbed the whole mountain yet but i really feel like i'm starting to understand things and i'm having a lot of eureka moments mm with things uh all my nancy drewing is really paying off yeah it really is paying off it's i'm really uncovering a lot of interesting stuff and gosh i mean where to begin but i wanted to mention that i also have a a pretty big case of doggy fever and i've never been i'm, I'm more of a cat person i would say um mm -hmm. but my cats have usually been kind of more dog-like so i don't know somewhere in between um but i you know i never grew up with dogs but I have been just, I'm obsessed with my gardener's dog. She's sort of 
the kind of dog I want in a lot of ways. And I just like, I see these dogs, there's so many dogs up here. And I just like wanna, I'm like, I talk to them, I talk to the, you know, the owner and I'm like trying to pet them. And I'm just like, <laughs> they must think I'm crazy or something. But I do have no, doggy No, I mean, fever. that's what dogs do to people for yeah, sure. It's as true. A, as a dog owner, I can tell you, I talk to a lot more people than I would if it was just me walking down the street by myself. Yeah, they're conversation starters. And there's, um, God, it's funny. There's just this like deal dog that I've like fabricated in my mind and I've kind of figured out what that is. And I started writing a list of like the different breeds that I'm interested in. So okay. I thought I would share that with you guys. But see, here's the thing. Uh, let me know what you guys think, um, dog owners out there with partners and other animals. It's a bit complicated because, you know, I have wanted a dog for, I mean, at least five years, I've really wanted a dog and it's just gotten to like a new level, but we already have two large cats and we have a Chihuahua Terrier. That's my boyfriend's dog, not my dog. I mean, sure. I'm like the stepmom, but like, it's his dog. He's the master. And I want my own, like, I want to share my dog with him, obviously. But right. I want to pick out a dog and name the dog and it be my dog, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I just, he's very protective over Frank, who's our little terrier. And I love Frank. Don't get me wrong. I want him to live forever. But he doesn't want to get a dog until way after he's gone so that he can, like, mourn him. He, they're, they're, they're very attached. They've been together for 14 years. I totally get it. But at the same time, like, wow, I don't want to wait five years. Yeah, he's 14 yeah. now. And I just... I don't want to be, I just, I want to get a dog soon, like within a year. And so it's just a bit of a problem because I want to respect Frank and I respect Frank. I just, and I want to respect uh, my partner. I just also don't want to wait that long. I'm obsessing over like English and Australian shepherds and border collies and Newfoundlands. And I just want one. I want a big fluffy dog <laughs> and that's well, my story. Yeah, I I hear you. I I also think okay. So I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Frank the dog, uh -huh. uh, who I I've not met in person, but I've I've seen photos. Very cute. I mean, at fourteen years old, you know, you, mm -hmm. there's <laughs> you, there's limited time. That's sure, you know how course. it is. You know, with with Lucy, my cat is going to be 14 next month wow. and it's like it's just she's I, really I holding even, on she really is she's really holding on but you know it, every year I'm like well this might be the year yeah you know kind of thing that's just that's just the reality mm -hmm. and as a pet owner it's, it's a super sucky one but that's that's what you sign up for so you know that yeah you know, I mean you're you probably don't have five years with your current little little pup pup probably um, not and I don't think it's going to I know I know a lot of people sometimes if they if they lose a pet that they love very much and it's really you know it's traumatic and sad mm -hmm. and and you know it's like oh, I don't want another you know I can't have another animal because I'm replacing the animal that I exactly. loved too soon but I think that I I think you get over it you know pretty sure. quickly if you're an animal lover the love that you can provide to an animal that needs love, yeah, that outweighs the you know the sort of guilt of replacing your pet that isn't around anymore. Exactly, and they're not even ever replaced. I mean, every pet I've ever had is like a totally different little creature with a different personality, and you're not replacing it. It's like apples and oranges. You know, it's mm -hmm. not replaceable. You're just it's like an addition, I guess. And you For know, sure. moving into this big house and I like kind of want like a bigger dog to feel more like secure. 
um, you know, it's, it's, it'll be interesting, but I'll keep you guys posted on the, um, my dog obsession, the dog, the dog follies. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's Heather, you, you remember when I was first sort of like fostering Otis. Yes. Otis is my dog. Oh yeah. Otis is a big old dog. He's not fluffy. He's mm -hmm. very short hair, but, uh, but he's big. Sure is cute. He sure is cute though. And it really took me, it took me a while yeah. to get into the groove. I mean, I never wanted to give up, mm -hmm. but I thought about it. I was like, you did. I my remember. immediate reaction was like, oh my God, I just want my old life back. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is different <laughs> now. You know, like I'm like, I have a baby, Yeah. you know, and it's not, yeah, like, it's not like having cats at all. And I was always mm -hmm. a cat person too. I've always, well, when I was a kid, I had dogs growing oh, up. Oh, you did? Yeah, there was always a family dog. We always had, you know, a dog and three cats. Mm -hmm. One would go, we'd get another one. And, but as an adult, I was always like, oh, dog, way too much work. Yeah. And the Otis thing just kind of, it kind of just happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't even think I thought it through very well. And that was part of my initial, like, freak out because yeah. it was just... It's a big it was just, change though. It, and it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot like, of work. this is now like your best friend. Yeah. They go everywhere with you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if they are not going with you somewhere, you got to like make some plans. You got to get a babysitter. You, the whole thing. Yeah. You can't just like leave a dog inside for a week kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. um, it was tough. It, it was hard, but it has been so i mean this is years ago now when i first yeah. got him so you know he's he's stuck with me but it's been so rewarding yeah i bet and i i just can't like i just can't tell you how much i'm like i can't even believe i didn't used to have him see this is exactly what i think about because i know how rewarding it would be and i spent a lot of time with my my uh, gardener's dog who totally loves me sometimes she'll drive away and and she'll stay at my door and um, we definitely have a bond but you know, the thing that my boyfriend's always saying, well, Frank is an easy dog because he's really tiny and you can put him under your arm and carry him on a walk. And he's really low maintenance when it comes. In fact, he's somewhat low, lower maintenance than my cats. Um, mm -hmm. But he's like, you don't understand, like getting a big dog. I don't think you get like how much work it is. It's crazy amount of work. You're, you're going to be shocked. And I'm like, I know, I know. But I'm like, I want to take that leap. And so, yeah, you have to take those leaps and kind of suffer a little bit to get the right. the value of it, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's sort of like, you know, it's like taking on any big project. Yeah. I, how bad do you want this project? Yeah. You know, and if you want it, then you, you know, you shift your life around and you make it work. I think you living in the country and the idea of having a big dog. And honestly, you mentioned like kind of like security. Mm-hmm. That is real. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a small woman who lives alone yeah. and you know, I don't have a gun under my bed or anything, yeah. but I do have a big dog. Totally. Now, nobody knows that Otis would, you know, would probably like befriend anybody who robs me, <laughs> you know, but he does, you know, he, he will sometimes people get a little taken aback, you know, when they see yeah. us walking down the street because they're like, ooh, big dog. And it's sort of a false sense of security that is fine because it makes you feel, as long as it just makes you feel more comfortable, that you have him there. It is, it honestly is, there have been times, I can remember when I used to live in Venice, Venice, California, um, which is, I mean, I lived in, you know, but it was a beautiful neighborhood, like right on the ocean. But there was some riffraff around mm -hmm. and depending on, you know, what time of day and stuff. And I'm a walker, you know, I like to, you know, I walk around at night and 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of out and about. And so there, there were a couple times I remember specifically, I'm not trying to throw Venice under the bus, but, <laughs> but, but I can remember it. Like there was one morning, it was really early, like, like almost like before the sun and there's a guy on a skateboard and he's just like, something's something's up with him mm-hmm. you know and he's kind of trying to talk to me and I'm kind of just walking and he's on a skateboard so he can keep catching up with me and it was just like a it was a weird you know where you get that spidey sense where you're sure. like yes yeah, something's wrong here mm-hmm. um and I don't like it mm-hmm. and it's not just like oh get away from me weirdo like yeah. I'm kind of being followed yeah and I didn't have Otis the dog at the time you know mm-hmm. I'm just walking and I remember getting back into my apartment it was all good and being like Whew, that was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt scared just then, you yeah. know, and I'm don't really scare that easily, mm-hmm. you know, and with a dog that would never have happened. Mm-mm. Like no. that guy just wouldn't have bothered me because he would have been like, that dog's going to attack me. Of course. Yeah. Which no, he it wouldn't. Is. I know <laughs> it's great. Still. And then I also, um, you know, when I actually walk Frank and I, when I do those things, when I'm taking care of him, yeah, there's this sense of responsibility that I want. Like I want... I want to have to take my dog for a walk so it can go to the bathroom. Like I, I want that experience, I guess. I think a, a little bit of this also, Heather, if we're being honest, <laughs> uh-huh. is that we don't have kids. Yeah, totally. Of and course. there's a, there's a kid aspect yeah, to this. hundred percent. And, and it's, and it's a, you know, good and bad, mm-hmm. you know, it can be like, oh God, if I didn't have this dog, I wouldn't have to do this right now. Yeah, but, of course. But there's so much joy that you get that that just like, totally outweighs the exactly. you know the the issues it's hard to take a leap of faith i know i'm talking to a lot of people right now who are really scared to take these big leaps of change it's really interesting to see how different people deal with change and how i've kind of just often dove into like crazy opportunities and not everybody's like that you know it's it's uh, i get it i get it it can be change can be really scary for sure yeah there's certain things i you know, certain types of change that I avoid, um, but others yeah. that I welcome, you know? Yeah. I mean, you guys, I, uh, all y'all out there, I'd love to hear what you think about this. And if you've had a similar experience, like with your partner and other pets, please email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Please do. All right. So back to vaccinations. <laughs> uh, so I got my second Pfizer vaccination mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And so it, yeah, not all of them are, are two doses, but this one is, um, it's a, you know, popular, uh, brand of vaccination. Um, I didn't have a choice. That's just what I got. But, uh, I had my first a few weeks ago, you know, and then they, you know, they have you wait three weeks and then you get your second and everyone said, well, not everyone, but Mm -hmm. some people said, yeah, the second one really took me out. First one, nobody seems to have much of a problem with, but the second one is more of that, like, you know, I, I needed like a day or two to like spring back to life. Yeah. And my mom was ahead of me. So she had had her second and she said, you know, she had like a mild fever, but didn't even feel bad and was maybe a little bit tired. No problem. And I had kind of heard the same from some other folks. A friend of mine who was like a day ahead of me, Mm -hmm. he was the one who helped me get into, you know, to to be able to go to Oakland to, to get my vaccination uh, um, overall, um, it was kind of kind of a loophole, you know, that he knew about and, and I was able to take advantage of. So he was a day ahead of me and he was like, yeah, I'm kind of struggling, you know, and I was mm-hmm. like, the thing is, is, like, I'm not really I don't get sick very often. You don't. No. I mean, of course, I've had like 
weird rare diseases that no one else gets but but when it comes to like the flu or even getting a cold i'm just not a sickly person you are not and so i don't really worry about things like that and so i was like yeah i mean all i i don't know i mean i gotta drive to the oakland coliseum right now which is you know a couple hour drive with traffic from where i live and back and you know that was more of like that was the hassle yeah uh, more than more than you know the vaccination itself, and I kept kind of wanting to feel more emotional about it, mm-hmm. like because this this I mean it doesn't like change your life, but it's a pretty big step forward, sure. you know, for a lot of people where it's like, wow, okay, I don't have to stop worrying about dying every day, mm-hmm. you know, if I have to go to the grocery store or you know or I pass somebody on the street, and and I just couldn't really get emotional about it. I just wanted it to be done. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it to be over. And uh, when it was, and it was pretty uneventful, you know, did it, whatever, came back. And the um, the next morning I woke up and, you know, a few people say, how are you doing? I'm like, feeling great. And then at about, it wasn't even noon. It was like a couple hours later, I was like, I felt like I had taken muscle relaxers. Oh man. That's, That's how tired nice, I was. Actually. It wasn't, unpleasant it was just like i couldn't really work wow you know i was like oh my god i'm like extremely so within tired. a few hours after getting the shot no 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 it was the next, next day. day okay the next day yeah i had i i woke up i was fine yeah. and then i slowly started to be like Ooh, i feel like i'm in sludge yeah and it again like i wasn't sick but i wasn't normal for sure i actually couldn't find my thermometer i w- uh, would have taken my temperature i i didn't feel particularly feverish or anything but I was for two days I was like sleeping all day wow all day and you know I had to take time off work and you know everybody that I you know was was dealing with was you know they they handled it It was all good thank goodness but um it was yeah I mean I I was I was uh I don't want to um sugarcoat it I don't want to sugarcoat it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It was it was pretty intense. I'm fine now. That was a couple of days ago. Um, I've been sleeping a lot, and I mean, who doesn't like to sleep? Well, but, yeah, and uh, also your body's probably just like it's adapting and it needs sleep because your immune system's just trying to like you know snap back, and it makes sense. Right, right. I just it was funny because I had seen so many folks. Uh, even just like online or on social media or whatever, being like, oh, second vaccination is just crazy. You know, you take you to your knees kind of thing. And I was like, that's just not going to happen to me. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm strong. I'm good. And I had to kind of admit, wow. Yeah. That was, that was kind of intense. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, made it through. And uh, I'm, this is I'm why I don't glad want, it's over. I don't want to get it. Like, I'm like nervous about that because I'm, I'm already really nervous about needles. And I fainted the last time I got that blood test. And uh, it, hearing oh, these but the alternative, me, Heather, is so much worse. I know. <laughs> you know this is true. Like, it yeah. goes pretty quick. It goes, it goes pretty quick. You yeah. Know? I'm not crazy about needles either, but it's a, it's a, uh, you know, close your eyes. It's over quick. And the needle doesn't hurt itself it's more like that bruisey pain later like that your arm feels or like you get any symptoms that's what i fear it's not even really the the needle pricking my arm it's it's just more the thought of like this you know mm-hmm. serum going into my bloodstream it's just kind of ugh. anyway yeah it's a little it's a little it's got that queasiness i get it 
-hmm. I definitely get it. Anyway, so I'm all vaxxed. Uh, I lived nice. to tell the tale and <laughs> life goes on. Sure does. Well, congrats. I'm Mazel Tov or Thank you know, you. whatever yeah. people say. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your vaccination. Totally. <laughs> just don't be a vax hole. No, just kidding. <laughs> I know. That I word won't. is so funny. No, you're not. So Sarah, I, I love how life just surprises you in the big ways and the small ways. And I'm noticing that I am suddenly warming up to westerns and i'm referring to western movies which i've never mm. really been a huge fan of not that i've hated them i just they're just not really on my radar i i never really like seek them out i guess sure i've stumbled upon a bunch of them and sort of pseudo westerns like you know no country for old men which is coen brothers which is like kind of a neo-western i guess and some say like there will be blood is sort of a western which i don't really think that those totally count i'm talking about more like older school westerns you know ones starring like gregory peck and you know sort of the old school obviously i've seen a lot of clint eastwoods he's a big western guy but and i'm like what is it about these that are really because lately i'm i'm kind of craving to watch them which is so weird and I've seen a bunch of kind of older ones from like the 60s and 70s that I've been really surprised how much I like them. Hmm. And, you know, I'm like, what is it about the Western that's like so great? And I sort of thought about it over the weekend and watched another one last night. Both of the uh, ones I saw the last couple of days were with Gregory Peck, who, man, is he a tall drink of water. He is so adorable. And, uh, I think it's like, obviously there's like the, you know, usually there's a handsome, strong, like protective man at the helm, you know, and there's always like these simplistic sort of themes and morality tales, like, you know, someone's fighting for their freedom or their land or their woman or their family, or they're searching for family. You know, it's, it's you against nature, law versus <laughs> order, race relations, all that kind of stuff that is fundamental. It's all really stripped down. Like you're in the desert. There's not a lot going on there. You don't have a cell phone. You know, there's no technology, which is sort of actually been um, part of the reason why I think it is soothing me because it's such a simplistic life. Mm, and the mm -hmm. setting is just like sweeping landscapes and majestic mountains and big skies and just really the splendor of nature. And I think those elements are what really have, it's like when I watch a Western now, it's like, it's just like, I feel satisfied, you know, and it like calms me. Mm. It also, you know, it teaches you good values, but like all the kind of fundamental stuff like integrity, hard work, you know, then there's like the self-reliance and stuff like that. And I just like really, I, I just have a new appreciation for them. You know, and we live in such a modern, complicated world. I think that's part of it too, is sometimes I just want to dip out. You know, I just get, ah, sometimes I just get really tired of social media and I don't really want to be so on top of all the news stories all the time. There's just so much going on. There's so much, yeah. you know, stuff being thrown at you. I get alerts and notifications and my God, it's like, it's just, it's just a lot. And you know, the whole like manifest destiny. I mean, God, that's so old school. It's like really kind of in the beginning of time. And anyway, I highly recommend maybe revisiting this, especially if you're not really like a Western film fan. Um, there's a lot of little gems out there that I, I had never heard of. I mean, the stalking moon from 1968, this is one with Gregory Peck. Ah, oh, 
It was so good. In fact, Sarah, I think you would really like it. And it's like love stories and I I have to admit, I know the name Gregory Peck, but like uh, I don't even know who that is. He was the To Kill a Mockingbird. He was Atticus Finch in that movie. I don't even remember that movie. Oh, you should watch that's a classic. That's yeah, I mean I'm 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 sure I've seen it in like a film class at some point. Sure. But it's like I just when you say Gregory Peck, I'm like, mm, yeah, like yeah. nothing comes to mind except that I know that he was a famous actor or yeah. is I don't know if he's alive or not but well it's uh, funny I totally am with you because I swear I never thought of there's a lot of these new actors that are old actors that I'm like nah not familiar with them like my boyfriend will be like oh yeah he was in da 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 and I'm like oh I, I don't know I don't know who that is and I feel kind of weird because I'm like well should I know who that is but you know these are all kind of like from another <laughs> well, generation you are, that is you talking to like a big film buff sure like of to the course. Point where he's probably it's like a gonna, little bit out of control yeah it's a little out of control <laughs> yeah i mean i don't even know who i don't know I don't, I don't know i don't know who a lot of people are no i am not a besides the movies that you mentioned like no country for old men i've seen that or sure. what's the like 310 to yuma yeah. or you know whatever that one is um there will be blood the doesn't seem like a Buster western to me Scrubs. but but I love that one gosh that was a crazy movie i really should watch that again um great you movie. know <laughs> kind of a downer but yeah. <laughs> still good movie in fact i think you and i saw that movie i think we did that's and really i think funny. we both walked out and we were like what was I that i think we did see it at the theater yeah i kind of i kind of I, I know i i know i was in the theater and yeah. i think i think it was with you <laughs> yeah i think it was too wow but uh yeah in general i'm not a i'm not a western fan but i'm not like there's no reason that I'm not. Sure. I just haven't seen really any Western movie. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not even a big, like, choice. I don't really like, like, battle scenes so much. And a lot of these movies that I've been seeing don't have big battles. It's more one guy against another guy with, like, one rifle or a gun. And they're, you know, so it's like, I don't know. It's a little bit, it's a little bit different than I thought. And I think I'm, like, pleasantly surprised by by some of these in this genre. So just, you know, never underestimate the way something can kind of, you can change your mind in life. Never you say know, never. You know, a lot of people, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm a big Mandalorian fan mm -hmm. on Disney Plus, And a lot of people have said, oh, this is just, it's like a typical Western genre. It's like a sci-fi Western. They just happen to be in space. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's just, you know, it's just, it's just set in the Star Wars world. And I'm kind of like, if that's the case, I love Westerns. Yeah. Because I love, I, I just, it's just, yeah, it's like there's a hero. Yep. They're going to, they're going to have some setbacks, but they're never mm -hmm. going to die. Mm -hmm. You know, they will prevail <laughs> and you know it, you know, and so that's why you, you know, you're happy and like feel good watching the show kind of thing. Good character so. development too. Because it's all about like who they are as a person, you know, like they're. Yeah, and they're and they're like dropping everything to like save someone or save a horse or you know, and it's just like it's very valiant, I guess. You know, maybe it goes back to like fairy tales, like princess, you know, prince kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a formula. It let's is a be formula, honest for but, sure. But it's 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 a pleasant one, so it's nice to know that you're you're getting into it. Or maybe I'm a sucker. I don't know. <laughs> you're not a sucker. What do you guys think? Do you guys like westerns? And if yeah. so, let what is one of your favorite westerns? I'd love to know. Hi, have such a good day .com. Yeah, email us and tell tell us what to watch. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I mean, I would be starting from almost scratch. I don't know many westerns. Um, yeah, who was the one guy? Who was the guy that was in the western Shane that everybody mm. likes? You know, who was like the 
hot dude hmm. from the 70s. Oh, oh, you mean... Um, he, he was always like, he always saw, he was like riding in a sports car. Alan Ladd? No, no. no. Um, oh, God. I can't, I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to remember right the second. Um, huh. If only there was some way on the Is internet the one that from we could 50, look this up. 53? I thought it was, huh, I thought it was Alan Ladd, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, hold on a second. Maybe maybe you are right. <laughs> let's um, Google this. Let's see. I'm not very familiar with him either, but I know the name. But well, Shane is like one of the most famous westerns was, for sure. Oh, I haven't a, even seen it, so I got to add that to my list. There's a guy who's like a really popular, like hunky man. Jack Palance. No. <laughs> Maybe I'm okay. Forget Shane. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know who I'm talking about. Anyway, again, lots to learn here. Yeah, email us. Teach us. Show us the way to the Western. Um, Also, (laughs) a quick thanks to all of our patrons. If you are not backing us on Patreon and considering it, we would appreciate that very much. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about how you can do that. Uh, we mentioned our Discord at the $5 uh, per month and up level. Um, we've got a nice conversation going on in our Discord. But, um, but but any level is super, 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 super appreciated. And, and get this. If you become a patron, you will make us have such a good day. It's and true. And that's it's a true. really yeah. worthy thing. So think about that. Yeah, money buys happiness, everybody. <laughs> Spread the good word. But no, we're a, we're a proud little show. And uh, every bit helps. And so we thank you so, so, so much. We have a lot of pride and integrity. That's right. Pride of ownership. Yes. I hate it when people say that about houses where I'm like, yeah, okay. Pride of, like, what? what, what I never really How else are you going to feel about your house? That's why I've always been a renter. I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pride. I like, I like to be free and unfettered. What can I say? <laughs> I don't have any pride about this house. <laughs> Not my house. Jerks. But uh, we have a new patron, Sarah. We do. And I'm going to read it because that's what they call themselves. A really fun name. Christy Cornholio. Christy uh, Cornholio. Became a patron. Um, Beavis and Butthead fan, perhaps. Also, Christy, I see you because you also became a DTNS patron. So oh. thank you across the board. Uh, we I see you, Christy. We are delighted to have you. You made me say your name. You did it. <laughs> It's great. You did it. I love it. Good work. You know, my my sister wrote in Sarah about our whole like it's all kinds of follies that we talk about on the show, but your electricity follies, you know, your mm. power outages and that kind of thing. And this is so funny. So she wrote in, she just wanted to share the story. Her, she's a school teacher, so she's doing distance learning from home, so they need Wi-Fi. Her and her boyfriend are both teachers, and they're home, you know, on a regular Wednesday, and they're on with their kids. And all of a sudden, the electricity goes out in the middle of the day and the Wi-Fi goes out and it's just like dark. And so they were like, what the heck? This is so strange. Like the weather's normal. So they go out to the street and there's like 600 people from the neighborhood all confused and without Wi-Fi and without electricity. Later in the day, they find out that their backyard umbrella flew up into the electricity pole and it took down the electricity and the Wi-Fi in like a five mile radius. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it was like a chart. The umbrella was like charred. <laughs> oh I mean, gosh. it was just like the strangest. And then I guess there were uh, these weird flies in her bathroom. And she was like, 
this is like Amityville horror. Like something <laughs> is going on. I need to sage my place. What is happening? Anyway, I thought that was actually pretty funny. So, you know, it could be worse. Also, uh, Jake A wrote in. He's one of the movie buffs. Um, he's been with us for a while. I really enjoy his comments. He said, Hi, Jake. I'll be checking that horror film out, Heather. And this is that hillbilly meets those bombshell softball or baseball players. Oh, like Bloodlust or yeah, whatever. Yeah, something like week. that. Yeah. yeah. Blood Feast or something like that. <laughs> Um, and he says, ha ha, your beau is definitely a man of sophistication and culture. And I'm always intrigued when you tell stories about him sharing his film interests with you. I also prefer good old unrealistic scary movie movies over murder shows on TV, which is referencing a conversation we had last week. At least in the movies, no one is actually harmed and the bad guy usually gets their comeuppance. Great episode. Have such a good day. Woo. I love the word comeuppance. Me too. It's, it's great. It's a really great word. It seems like something from like Victorian, you know. Jake is an articulate guy. One like will have his comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jake. I love That's hearing awesome. from you. Yeah, thanks to everybody who who writes in. We we're t we're tickled. Make our day every time. Um, we whether are. it's on Discord or or you know we get messages on Patreon as well, um, or emails. All good stuff. Keep them coming, and uh, yeah, let's all help each other have such a good day it's the whole idea that's it that's what we're doing <laughs> so episode 93 uh, by the way 1993 one of the best years in rap music oh uh, yes so so 90 Definitely. every time 93 comes up i'm like yeah good year good year good year yeah. uh, so we're we are inching toward 100 episodes folks we're chugging along we are and we're we're having a great time doing it so so thanks for we're being like with the us. little train that yeah. could isn't it wasn't that a i think i can book? i think it can yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. our show <laughs> and i think when the train <laughs> it's been a while i think when it when it gets over the hump it says like i thought i could and i believed and I in did. myself and that's the moral of the story is to believe in yourself <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On that note, we got 93 in the can. We did. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I, I, uh, speaking of dogs, my dog is giving me some intense side eye. I think he really wants to go outside <laughs> and do a whiz. So, uh, so maybe we're, a pooper. So we're gonna or or one of those as well. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I meant to tell you. Uh, just right before uh. we go, this is just, just this is just a great visual. You know, just to take uh -huh. with, with everybody as we leave. Last night, <laughs> walking the dog. Just it's a quick walk. You know, it's late. It's dark outside and he decides to do the number two. And so I reach into my pocket, you know, for the for the doggy bag. Don't have one. What what I do have is a face mask. <laughs> like a paper one? Because I'm like, I was just too like well, first of all, I'm not trying to leave like a whole like this is a large dog. Like large dogs do large sure. poopies. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah. You know, it's a yeah. it's a lot. There's a lot going on. And I was too close to home to just like like guiltily walk away. You know, yeah. where I'm like, I'm like a block from my house right now. Like someone might uh -huh. see me. I just feel bad. You know, like this sure. is my neighborhood too. Do the right Do thing. Do the right thing. So I scooped up poop with my face mask. <laughs> hey, I was always wondering what's going to happen with all these face masks when we stop wearing them. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was you're such being a, resourceful. It was really, I had a low moment, you know, in that moment where I'm just like, <laughs> Sarah, why didn't you check to see if you had poop bags, of which I have like a million in my house? It before you, to all of us. you know, yeah. And here we were, just, and it was like, a, it was like one that my mom had handmade. Oh no! Yeah. It was like a good oh, one. and it's gone forever. Oh, like, oh, it's okay. not a thing that's going to be washed. Like once you scoop up poop, oh, the face yeah. mask, the face mask is over. Don't tell, don't tell Amel. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll do it. She's made more. She'll hear it on the show. Probably. <laughs> she'll be like, which one? 
It was the orange one, Mom. It was the orange one. It was my favorite. Yeah. Succumb to poop. All right. Well, uh, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to my last story of the day. Um, I will stop here. And we're going to wrap this puppy up. We're wrapping this puppy up. But thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Until then, I will remain Sarah. And I will be Heather forever. Have such a good day. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.